All right, folks, hello and welcome to this evening's live stream titled Crypto Chaos Distracts from Game Changing Infrastructure Being Built. We got to get into it tonight. We're going to run it up. And I just want to say thank you so much for helping me grow this community, guys. I really appreciate all the support. We are recently uh, just ran a little bit of a deal here on our Patreon Discord membership. And I wanted to make you guys aware of this. We just started to have some members, excuse me. We just started to have some members take advantage of the uh, year-long discount. If you sign up and you pay for a year membership, it is discounted at a 16% rate, okay? That was the most the Patreon would let me discount it. And so if you take advantage of that, you can pay for a year up front. 16% is your savings. And I've decided to throw in a uh, free additional 30-minute one-on-one session with myself included if you pay for a year up front between now and the end of the year. So between now and the end of the year, if you take advantage of that full year up front, I'm going to include a free additional one-on-one 30-minute session with myself. And also, I've been letting you guys know, talk to your tax accountant, your tax professional. You may be able to write this off because we are giving you guys a little bit of business education within the Discord group as well. So see if you can write that off with your accountant and tax professional. Now, with that being said, I was just telling the Discord group, we're looking here at the Bitcoin chart, and you guys can see this thing. Uh, a little bit of a pump today, okay? But I just uh, shared this in our trading chat. Um, one sec, one sec. I apologize. Here we go. All good to go. Let's take a look here at this chart, guys. So as you can see here, this thing has pumped back up. And I was telling the Discord group, I said, this thing wicked right to the resistant line I have had going here for a while. It's tempting to trade when we continue to be tapped in on Bitcoin's movement, but I am still on the sidelines. And so you can see on this chart here, this top horizontal line right here is the resistance line I had drawn out here uh, just a way, you know, going back now over a week, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it could have even been two weeks now that we've been kind of looking, we've been talking about this, you know, looking for the potential for Bitcoin to roll back up to nearly 18K. And we said that we would not be getting excited and that we would be ready for that bull trap rally to come through. Here we go. We got it perfectly on time. And the the whole Fed excitement, uh, the Federal Reserve meeting that took place today and is going to be taking place tomorrow, we're going to get the announcement on how much higher they're going to be raising interest rates. But people are starting to get excited. They think that the Fed is going to... Uh, you know, potentially only raised by 50 basis points tomorrow. And so we're going to be waiting for that announcement. And after we get that Fed meeting tomorrow, I will bring further additional details and updates in regards to that. But I'm just going to kind of let it play out. And at this point, like I said, because of the liquidity crisis, I am not trading in this market, even though we've been spot on over the target with where Bitcoin's at. Uh, it was a lot of fun trading this thing. But at this current time, I am on the sidelines, right? Now, a, a free signal that I gave to everyone, and I wanted to share this bring this one back up with you guys here today is this little coin right here, XRPayNet. Uh, this is the XRPayNet chart here on CoinMarketCap. And as you can see here, this thing hit an all-time high of nearly uh, one and a half cents. That was back in July. But here just recently, it went all the way up to basically 0.007. It was basically 0.008 cents. Okay, so it was almost uh, one cent, almost made it to one cent. And then on December 4th, I'm going to show you guys where the price was at on December 4th. December 4th was actually at that high. Yeah, when we were trading at 0 0.0078, 
back when we just uh, peaked out here again, we did this pump. That is when I had my 50,000 subscriber celebration. And maybe you guys were there. Maybe you recall we warned about this coin, particularly uh, just the technicals and the way that this thing was pumping, that it was about to roll back over. As you can see on this chart, this thing has absolutely rolled back on over. And today we are back down to 0 0.0039. Now it did pump 12% today, 13% today. So a little bit of a recovery, but this thing has absolutely rolled over. And this was a free signal that we threw out when we were celebrating 50,000 subscribers. I, I mixed it in there. It was about an hour and a half long session that we had some fun there. And I do appreciate all of the new subscribers, all the new people. And for those of you that are helping me spread this message, but that was a free signal that we gave out for everyone. And that was an easy one to spot, easy one to see. And I had the C I think it was the CEO of XRPNet reached out to me and um, we may be getting him on the show. And I made it very clear. I said, hey, the warning that I was giving was based off of the technical price movement has nothing to do with the utility and what you guys are building and what your guys' story is. So I want to make my platform available for everyone on the XRP ledger, everyone that's building out real utility uh, for the new financial system and for humanity, trying to move something, move, move something forward here for us. I definitely want to make my platform available, but we've watched these XRP ledger tokens do the same dance uh, time after time. And that one was a very easy move to spot coming. So this is why it's so important that we're keeping you guys tapped in because we're seeing these moves in real time. And most of the signals that I give are not hidden in a trading group. It's not hidden in a trading course. It's not anything like that. I always am giving my signals out for free. Uh, obviously, my Discord group does hear it first because I'm sharing my trades. I'm sharing what I see in real time with my Discord group. But then I always show up here on the live streams and I just throw it down, free signals. And we called it last month, the sacrifice on the blood moon, full blood moon lunar eclipse. We called it perfectly. Uh, FTX was the deal. Now, here we are a month later. We're saying we don't know which exchange goes next, but we know that we're not done. We're going back down to the downside. And now we're going to get into here shortly, Binance. The withdrawals totaling $3 billion out of Binance in the past 24 hours. Okay. So I, I you know, whatever the Fed's going to do here tomorrow, that is not going to stop the crypto chaos. And that's, you know, one thing that we need to be aware of, although we're going to finish off the session, we always finish off with major bullish news and uh, real utility and adoption that we're seeing that does get us excited. I always give the warnings. I always give that caveat, okay, on where we're at on this timeline. Okay. I'm no longer trading this thing. But for those of you that are looking to accumulate, I think that we're going to be coming into some deals here shortly, okay? This is the bull trap rally that everyone wanted. Have fun while it lasts. Merry Christmas and watch out for the new year. That is my warning to everyone. Merry Christmas and watch out for the new year. Enjoy this fake bull trap rally. This is another signal. 12-13 is today's date and we're pumping based off this Fed news. And what would we say? We said, guys, time after time, we get these Fed CPI data, the, these Fed meetings, FOMC meeting pumps, like the day of, as soon as Jerome Powell's speaking, the market's already rolled back over. So we'll see. We'll be watching this one again closely tomorrow, okay? Now, in regards to this situation, I want to say thank you to the Super Chats. We got JJ with the two spot. SBF didn't, uh, <laughs> JJ tapped in, brother. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Let's get it rolling, guys. We got to talk about this one from the New York Post. Joe Biden falsely says he cut national debt by 1.7 trillion after increasing it 3.7 trillion. Can you guys believe that? Increasing our national debt here by 3.7 trillion. Now, Biden obviously doesn't know where he's at, claiming that he's cut the national debt by 1.7 
but uh, couldn't be further from the truth. And we know that these guys are living in an alternate reality. $3.7 trillion is how much Joe Biden has grown this national debt. Unbelievable. Okay. But we still got funds for Ukraine. You already know the deal. We have the United States reportedly plans to send Patriot missile defense systems to Ukraine. We always are going to be showing support for the Ukraine folks over there. Now, back into these markets, guys. Check this out. This one's from Zero Hedge. We have 3.7, speaking of 3.7 trillion, actually, we got 3.7 trillion of option notional expires on the 16th of December. So the end of this week, folks, this timeline is massive this week, major, major week that we're watching unfold. And in this session, I'm really not even going to get into the Sam Bankman Freed drama saga. Uh, You know, you guys are watching that in real time. Okay. And that's, that's fun that, you know, we're enjoying that show, but here I want, I want to get into some other things because you guys are already, already watching that. Right here, folks, this is incredible. Okay, 3.7 trillion of notional uh, notional options are gonna be expiring at the end of this week. Okay, so we're gonna have massive, massive volatility coming in. Right now we're in the middle of a bull trap rally, but there's some massive data points right here. Uh, This is from Zero Hedges, one of their economists, experts, um, one of the reports that they gave off. But here's their findings, okay? the 60/40 portfolio guys since the 1900s we have 100 since 1900 we have 122 years of data the year to date the US 60/40 the world's uh the world's and voting retirement portfolio is down 15% for the seventh worst year on record so when we ask how's your program working out the traditional move for the retirements the 401k's is the 60-40 portfolio, which is 60% equities, 40% bonds, down 15% year-to-date for the seventh worst on record. The only ones worse than that were 2008, 1974, 1937, 1931, 1917, and 1907. That's incredible. Now, the S&P, with 122 years of data, Okay, and then the U.S. Treasuries are down 13% for the worst year on record. 1994 was the second worst, and bonds were down 8%. So we've nearly, you know, we're about to double the worst year on record for Treasuries, which in the traditional program, we ask, how's your program working out? They suggest 40%. The financial advisor that you're going to sit down with when you go to move your 401k and your retirement account to precious metals by using the link on down below (laughs) is going to tell you, hold up, hold up. You know, this is just this is just a bad year. It's going to come back. Don't worry. It's going to come back. But if you guys want to take advantage, precious metals, move that 401k retirement account. The link's on down below. Okay. But let's continue going through this. This is unbelievable. And this is sad. Very sad to see the retirement accounts getting absolutely obliterated. U.S. Treasuries down 13% for the worst year on record. Okay. Nearly double the second worst year on record. That's pretty poor, okay? The median return for the 10 worst 64 performance years in our 122 year history is down 16%. So 2022 is in line with the worst years for asset allocation on record. That is how their program is working out. The 60-40 portfolio rebounded in nine out of the 10 following years by a median return of 17%. The only year that did not rebound was the Great Depression of 1931. So there's the good news, right? The portfolios, all that's been absolutely smacked, okay? But it has rebounded. But the opportunity that I see is uh, much, much greater 
than a return that we're looking at potentially for the S&P 500 and for these index funds that the Wall Street brokers, these, these broker than you brokers on Wall Street that have something to sell you, right? Uh, are, are, you know, it's unfortunate that they aren't able to implement the full program yet. Because for us, we understand why people set up a Roth IRA account. We understand why the financial advisors have some of the programs, life insurance and others. I, I get it. And it's nice to have a well-rounded strategy, obviously taking advantage of all the different tools. But the fact that for, you know, it's just now becoming available for you to actually invest into cryptocurrencies. And then it's now coming available for you to invest in some of these, uh, you know, uh, startup tech companies pre-IPO with platforms like uh, Link2, right? I'm not a sponsor or anything of Link2, but that's pretty cool what they're going on down there. What I decided to do, and that's because I believe in the precious metal so much, you know, I got a 10 ounce silver bar right here. I collect uh, and I'm sitting on some silver myself, 10 ounce Troy bar right here, 10, or 10 Troy ounces silver bar, you know, and I got my one ounce Eagles as well, Buffalo heads. Uh, but but I decided to partner up with those precious metals folks on down below that's someone that you can trust for rolling over your 401k retirement account to precious metals because we got to get alternative investments going right now while we watch the old system completely fail while we watch them report the worst years on record okay um, we see that we have tremendous opportunities as as we titled this video crypto chaos distracts from game changing infrastructure being built. And it's 2022, about to be 2023 here, and you still want me to invest in a bond, in a, in, in a dollar in a government that's bankrupt. The president of the country just said that he's cut the debt by 1.7 trillion, but in fact, he's actually grown it by 3.7 trillion. And you want me to buy a bond? Wall Street boys and girls, what are we doing? That's an incredible failure of a program. Okay. Now our crypto bags have been wrecked too. So we are guilty of that, of absolutely getting smacked in the crypto space. But we understand, you know, uh, the, the potential upside is nowhere near what we're talking about in the traditional stock market, especially with these index funds. But nonetheless, let's get into the crypto chaos here. We have Jim the Kramer. My condolences to all crypto investors. The kiss of death just occurred. Jim Kramer, quote, CZ looks like a good guy. I'm bullish here. RIP Binance, Inverse Kramer, and uh, poor Jim Kramer. Yeah, this guy, terrible. Now, these guys have been able to make fun of us crypto kids because of deals like this. This is from Zero Hedge. They're saying they're coming for fraud twit. And this is the SEC, and they're suing a group of promoters. And this just cracked me up right here. I wanted to show you guys this. Uh, one of these, Daniel Knight, a.k.a. Deity of Dips, and John Rybarks. Uh, AKA Ultra Calls, AKA The Stock Sniper. <laughs> so uh, it, it just cracks me up because you're seeing now the cases are dropping. Not only have we seen Sam Bankman Freed arrested, uh, but we've also seen they're going after the Hex promoters. They're going after everyone here, the deity of dips and the stock sniper. Uh, yeah. Now, we are seeing a situation here that's pretty incredible on Binance. This is from CZ trying to break up some of the FUD uh, and the fear that's going around with the, with the bank run that's occurring at Binance right now. CZ says, on USDC, we have seen an increase in withdrawals. However, the channel to swap from PAX to Binance uh, to USDC requires going through a bank in New York in USD. The banks are not open for another few hours. We expect the situation will be restor restored when the banks open. 
Uh, these are one-to-one -one conversions, no margin or leverage involved. We will also try to establish more fluid swap channels in the future. In the meantime, feel free to withdraw any other stablecoin, uh, Binance USD, and that's the USDT Tether, etc. Okay, so that is what's being reported out of Binance. But we've seen in the past day, 3 billion exiting the Binance exchange, which is good to see. And it's because people are seeing situations like this. This is Dylan LeClaire reporting here from Binance. And this is insider, you know, this is unconfirmed. But this is um, basically what the insiders are saying right now. Quote, execs bailing, institutional jump, capital fleeing, and charges are coming. Now, there's rumors that the Department of Justice is going to be dropping charges against them. I'm sure that the SEC will try to piggyback right behind them. And I just thought that it was funny, you know, that we're waiting on banks to open. I, I thought crypto right here, we're supposed to replace the banks, right? We're trying to get outside of that system. And meanwhile, the, the CZ Binance situation, using the banks as an excuse for why the withdrawals were kind of stalled up there. Okay, so we're going to continue to be reporting on that situation. But as we said, these exchanges are not your friend. Conduct your business transaction and get yourself some cold storage. Get yourself a solution that's going to get your keys in your hands. Not your keys, not your crypto. You guys know the deal. Now, the traditional banks also committing fraud. Denmark's largest bank. Dance Bank has ple pleaded guilty to defrauding U.S. banks and agreed to pay a $2 billion penalty. What next? From Gold Telegraph. Yeah. So right now we're seeing, guys, and this is not just crypto. This is the traditional space as well. And as we watch this unfold, we want to we wanna preserve the capital that we got. And then we, we want to figure out where's the upside from when this thing rebounds and we start to implement this new system. After we figured out who, who all the fraudsters were from the crypto kids all the way to the biggest banks like JP Morgan getting caught manipulating precious metals and other markets for that matter as well. Okay, so we're going to continue to be reporting on this. Next, we have DAI, Digital Asset Investor, huge shout out. We have the Sunshine Act notice here for an SEC government meeting that's going to be taking place on the 15th of this month. Now, these meetings happen every month, and the Sunshine Act uh, basically is a law that basically tells um, you know the SEC that they have to report to us every time that they're going to have a meeting. And they're going to be discussing these matters here. Folks, check this out from Cowboy Crypto. The subject matter of the closed meeting will consist of the following topics, institution and settlement of injunctive actions, institution and settlement of administrative proceedings, resolution of litigation claims, and other matters relating to examinations and enforcement proceedings. So folks, this is a big week right here that we're, we're in right now because not only do we have a Sunshine Act, which means the SEC is going to be meeting, talking about settlements and other litigation factors, uh, you know, situations, but it's also going to be the last day that the House is going to be in session as well. And then next week, on the 21st, the Senate goes to recess as well. So watch for this thing to get a little bit shaky here. We have the Federal Reserve meeting taking place tomorrow, okay? And then we're going to see the SEC's voting to overhaul uh, they have a major vote on the Wall Street regulations and the, how the markets operate. A major overhaul not seen in decades is going to be voted on on the 14th. And then on the 15th, they're going to be meeting, talking about all those issues. And we got the rumors from Charles Hoskinson that potentially uh, the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit would be settling up on the 15th, I guess. Okay, so we're not, you know, banking on that. We're not going to take that to the bank yet, yet, but... Uh, let's watch this week. Let's watch the next couple weeks here, guys. I'm telling you right now, 
uh, as we transition into this new year, I'm expecting some major, major action, major, major volatility, and uh, be ready. Be ready because it's going to be short-lived, okay, but we want to snipe those deals. You know, we want to take advantage of that when it does occur, set our limit orders so when these exchanges uh, can hopefully have some liquidity and hopefully get our orders to go through, okay? All right, so we got that covered. Now, in regards to the SEC and protecting investors, Stuart Alderati, to be clear, the SEC tags along complaint, uh, the SEC's tag along complaint against SBF seeks to recover funds for FTX sophisticated equity investors, not the consumers who have been left holding the bag in bankruptcy court. So, so important to note that, right, guys, is that no one's getting protected other than institutional investors with what the SEC is doing. And they're just trying to piggyback on the Department of Justice that has now filed uh, charges against Sam Bankman fried So the SEC just wants to take along, right? You guys know the deal, and we're exposing that in real time. Huge shout out to Stuart Alderati, Chief General Counsel at Ripple. Now, next one here, breaking. Binance customer withdrawals exceed $3 billion in 24 hours. I hope this is you guys. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Whale chart and uh, crypto whale. Huge shout out there. Yeah. So that, like I said, it's been confirmed now. $3 billion in 24 hours. And then we've also saw transactions, massive amounts of Tether getting loaded up onto Binance as well. So it looks like they are trying to cover. Uh, they definitely are have been exposed to the crypto chaos and the liquidity crisis that continues to expand. And now we're seeing Binance get hit hard, particularly hard. And this could be major because I think that Binance is at the time of this recording the largest exchange in the world. Okay, so to see the biggest player go, and then we know how closely, uh, and we know that they've been guilty of using the Tether uh, stablecoin as well. And you guys know where that's going too. Okay, now, uh, and, and we're seeing stuff like this. And this is why we're getting our, our our funds off of these exchanges. Dr. Craig Wright, which whatever your opinion is on Craig Wright, I, I I really you know haven't haven't really researched too deep on Craig Wright and his whole story because I just don't really care about Bitcoin uh, too much. But yeah, Craig Wright did complete analysis of the spread from the top uh, forty five exchanges. More than twenty nine million Bitcoin was for sale. So right now, you know, there's 29 million Bitcoin for sale, and that's an unconfirmed number, but you guys get the point. There is way more. Uh, these order books are all manipulated, and, and, and Tether's been the main tool, right? But then these exchanges have used their own token to prop up liquidity on their exchanges as well. And that's what we said about Binance. That's what we said about Crypto.com, their tokens, is we said, really, the main utility is going to be providing liquidity on their own exchange. And that doesn't seem to be a, a major, major utility um, that we want to invest in. And sure enough, you know, not only have these exchange tokens been smacked, uh, but these exchanges are going bust, right, and barely handling uh, the outflows that we're seeing right now at Binance. Now, good news we got from Uphold. We'll support the upcoming Flare airdrop following the token distribution event on one nine twenty three. So Flare, uh, the Spark tokens, which I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I think that uh, they're just calling it the Flare token now. I don't think that they're calling it Spark anymore. Let me know in the comments down below. But this is good to see. Uphold will be supporting the Flare airdrop, and now we are still waiting for Coinbase and Brian Armstrong to see what they do. Okay, now next one. This one's uh, very important. Algorand chosen as blockchain, uh, as public blockchain to support digital guarantees platform in Italy. Now, a lot of people are reporting this news about Algorand getting selected here. This is a pretty cool partnership. But guys, this is one of those deals that I, I've been telling you guys about where 
they're not using the Algorand token. I would love to report that this is a proof of concept for the Algorand token, but really this is just them kind of showcasing and showing them they're having a little event with, with a little group and they're basically sh Algorand showing them how they could implement distributed ledger technology. Now, of course, I'm sure, you know, maybe they are showing a little, little use case there with Algorand, but there's no, no, like where it just says proof of concept on Algorand. Like it doesn't even say that they're using their, their blockchain. So once again, I consider this a consultation where many other quote unquote influencers would tell you that this is a partnership would tell you that this is adoption. Now this is good, right? You know, the fact that they're in the room, the fact that they're at the table is important, but I just, you know, wanted to kind of clarify my take on this and kind of how I define true adoption and the difference between partnerships and consultations, which, you know, it's a, it's, it, it's a partnership. It's a strategic alliance. It's a friendship. It's a photo op. It's something to report. Um, but it's much different from actual use of the token, like we're seeing with on-demand liquidity, where you know these financial institutions are buying XRP from Ripple so that they can use it for liquidity, use it for their own utility. Um, and with these other blockchains, I get excited about them. They're nice, they're cute, but I just haven't seen the real adoption of the actual token, of the actual currency. And so that's a key distinction that I just wanted to make because a lot of people sharing this news that's major bullish, expecting Algorand to pump. And I, maybe Algorand did pump a little bit today off this news. Um, but to me, you know, this is this is a consultation, not a partnership, not adoption, not use of the token. Now, good, nonetheless, it is good. It is good. Um, but it's just a completely different situation with what we're seeing with Ripple XRP right here. Rath Kahneman. Brief overview. Last month, Ripple user in... Intergyro, Intergyro, one hottest fintech startup at the Europass, Europass Tech Startup Awards. Who are they? Intergyro is a Swedish fintech company that offers corporates a digital alternative to traditional banks in transactions, card issuance, and card redemption. The focus is on offering services for small and medium-sized companies. They are a card acquirer, issuer, FX, and bank account provider with B2B and B2B2C platforms. Quote, we are not just the tech layer sitting on top. We own the full regulatory and tech stack, said the CEO. Um, devil in the details, as Leonidas pointed out. Intergyro was originally branded as FTCS, the name in the Ripple PR. As of 2019, they stated they plan to use Ripple tools. No further confirmation found since. It was reported when they connected with Ripple user Currency Cloud in 21, though. Okay. Ripple Regionals in London. RippleNet Instant Payments. The future is now. This is an Intergyro post from February 7th, 2019. So huge shout out to Ratha Kahneman, one of the OG researchers within this space. We have another one, Payments Canada Notes, CIBC using Ripple's blockchain-based solution for cross-border payments in this report, Canadian Payments Method and Trends 2022. Now, that this is the thing I will say about Algorand and others, not to beat up Algorand, like you get them in the door by showing them just blockchain, right? Because everyone agrees upon that. Everyone loves blockchain now. That, that, that's, that was the word last, you know, uh, last bull run. 
now we have NFTs, now we have Web3, but people are still fans of blockchain, right? But now we see that we've grown to 20,000 plus cryptocurrencies. And for a lot of these projects, they're showing up, they're doing photo ops, they're doing little you know trials, showing people how to use blockchain, but there's a whole different deal between showing them how to use a blockchain and getting them to actually buy the currency and hold the currency and use the currency. Now we've talked about how with uh, RippleNet clients, 75% of Ripple's 400 plus banks and financial institutions are not using XRP. But the big deal is regulatory hurdles, okay? which is what's interesting about that partnership there, uh, that, that first one that I mentioned, InterGyro, is they, they talk about having the full regulatory and tech stack, said the CEO. So that's, that's important right there, right? Okay, now continuing on, what is Ripple up to? Let's check it out. We are working in a winter wonderland with Steph Curry and Eat, Learn, Play at the 10th Annual Christmas with the Currys and their commitment to serve kids, families, and the wider community in Oakland, California. Now, I wanted to point this out, Ripple being a little sponsor of this event. And then if you look at this picture over here, we see that Ripple is on the left side. And quick note, uh, as someone who has um, you know, paid for uh, sponsoring little events, sponsoring little deals like this, I can tell you right here that on the left side, where they're a little bit bigger. That, 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 that means the big boys are cutting the big checks. And you got Comcast, Ripple, Chase, Bloomberg, Philanthropy. You know, you got these bigger, bigger projects, right? And then on the right side, you got the other little sponsors, Lyft, Netflix, cutting their, or I can't even tell who that is, Lyft, some of these other little, you know, but obviously Ripple's on the left side there, cutting the big boy check. You know how Ripple does it, okay? I, and we love to see that, the, the work that they're doing, uh, not just within crypto here, but the, the charity work, the, the inclusion, all everything that they're doing there at Ripple, we love it. Now, continuing on, the vibe, the energy from that Swell Conference was massive, and we're still showing you guys clips. We're still talking about this event that took place in London. And Ripple says right here, there was incredible energy at Ripple Swell Global 2022 around the real-world benefits of crypto power business solutions. Relive some of the best moments from this year's events. Let me play this clip here, this little montage for you guys real quick. The financial industry needs to come on board. There is no other way for blockchain and these business models to go mainstream without the financial industry. We are seeing enormous amounts of demand from our financial institution, traditional players who said, how do I get in there and provide solutions that my consumers are asking for? Crypto means business. Together with regulatory clarity, we'll make sure that transparency and trust are the bedrock of what crypto is built on. I'm a big proponent that we should be regulating activity, but not technology. We end up all tied up in thinking about crypto. We ignore some of the real benefits that can bring on a B2B level for moving value around the world. Most of us here are all trailblazers to these technologies. We came onto the Ripple Net first and then found a case with the ODL and then moved to the next level. It's absolutely huge. We can scale up, scale down. We know when our peaks are and we can give the Ripple team a heads up. That's just an incredible, liberating process. We want to grow. There's no roadblocks to that. A lot of banks are saying we are tech companies giving financial solutions. It's not the fiat world and the crypto world. It's all embedded. 
One of the things that we find very important about blockchain, and specifically XRP, is this ability to have individuation for these carbon credits as they come through. That's super important to developing the carbon market. I truly think that CBDCs will be an enabler of innovation. There's literally you know, endless potential use cases. Your courage to build with us is helping create a game-changing infrastructure that really bettered the world. And there you have it, folks, a game-changing infrastructure that will benefit the world. That's what we're talking about. Now, if you guys are watching this after the fact and that little clip from Swell was deleted out, it's because we got a copyright strike. Hopefully that music is not copyrighted. But quick point. I didn't see anybody wearing Sam Bankman Freed sweatpants at that conference. I didn't see any Vitalik Buterin unicorn t-shirts, right? A group of professionals building out game-changing infrastructure while the fraudsters are getting arrested, while the rest of the space is wondering, are we ever going to recover? Full speed ahead, meeting in London, the financial capital of the world, for all of us to see building game-changing infrastructure to benefit the world. It's just a, it's just two different realities from what's taking place, you know, with, with the rest of the crypto kids, with the rest of the crypto chaos and the professionals here, crypto means business. The, the, the motto and the mantra, right? The ripple was uh, giving us there and just an incredible production, incredible event, and uh, really just proud of ripple and what they've been accomplishing over there. And, um, uh, you know, once this case is behind us, you guys already know what's going to happen, right? It's it's not a matter of uh, some some cute little solutions over here. It's a matter of putting a dent in the universe, making XRP a world reserve currency, making XRP as liquid as a G10 currency, right? And and so then it's up to the kids to figure out the market cap row calculation on how rich we're going to get. But like I say, if we're 10% right, it's going to be a life-changing opportunity in my opinion. And there's no one else in the space that is getting the most, you know, no, as much adoption as we're seeing over here at Ripple. It's just truly incredible. I got further good news for you guys here. We got Flare Finance. It was great to catch up with the Zenfin official team on the next steps to launch the bridge. We agreed on one additional audit before launching the Songbird Flare XDC bridge, okay? So we're going to have a, a little bridge between XDC and uh, Songbird or Flare, I guess. Following our normal de deployment process, cost and testing will occur first. So this is going to be good to see. XDC Flare, Flare coming January 9th. We love to see it. Mr. Lucky Two Spot, thank you. We also didn't see Vitalik. Oh boy. Yeah, you guys are funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a there, there was a different energy and vibe in that London Swell Conference versus Vitalik's uh between the sweatpants and the Sam Bank Freedman. Uh, yeah, whatever they're doing over there with their little conferences and little get-togethers. Uh, their little parties. Yeah, I bet they're having lots of fun. Now, this is the co-founder of Zinfin. And so I thought this tied in really well. We see, we're you know, we're going to have a flare bridge with XDC. That's fantastic to see. Now, the co-founder, Atul Kakade. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right, my friend. Tokenization of gold might be the biggest use case in blockchain right now. As central banks keep stockpiling gold, XDC network is ready, are you? We love to see that. He shares this article from The Economist, why central banks are stockpiling gold. And you guys know we've been talking about that, right? We've been talking about why we have physical precious metals on hand, why we've rolled over our 401k retirement accounts, why we have precious metals. I, I don't believe that uh, I actually do disagree with 
uh, a tool on it being the biggest use case. I don't think that tokenization of gold is the biggest use case, but I do believe that tokenization of commodities is going to be absolutely massive. And I believe that um, providing liquidity for the derivatives market is going to be the biggest use case, which I think the XDC is going to be you know, ready to handle some derivatives, some payments in regards to that, tokenizing gold, commodities, and others. Uh, you, you know, we're ready to tokenize the world, which is the whole thing. And we can debate, you know, back and forth what the biggest use case is going to be. But we understand here, there's only a few blockchains that are truly ready to scale, be efficient, and are sitting at the tables that matter. And, you know, while the, while the rest of the space has been playing around, ready to tokenize gold, we love to see it from Zinfin. And the XDC deep dive is going to be coming very shortly. Now, uh, Mr. Intuitive, Trumers only, shares this one. Never forget, hashtag silver. This is Donald Trump <laughs> on January 7th, 1-7-2017. Silver is the most undervalued asset on the planet. It's been money for all of human history, and yet here it sits at $16.50 an ounce. Sad. So... Folks, whether you like Trump or not, I think that we can all agree that these are suppressed assets and we can agree that we got a few blockchains that are ready to tokenize these commodities, okay? And so we're going to cover ourselves on both bases. We're going to cover, we're going to hold some of the technology that's ready to tokenize the world, and then we're going to hold some of the commodities commodities as well, right? And then on the day-to-day -day basis, we're going to figure out how do we stack as much cash as possible so we can determine what assets what we want to end up buying. As I roll into this final article here that I wanted to share with you guys here, Texas runner DFF shares this 10% of the country's volleys trillions of dollars in financial market ping pong during the CPI FOMC week. Meanwhile, 90% of the country struggles with the weight of 7% inflation. They don't know what a fed speaker is. All they know is their wages don't cover their bills. And this is the real situation. See, this is why the Fed in, in the situation where you got economists and all these people that are trying to trade the deal are missing the reality of the situation and the fundamental analysis of understanding the impact of inflation being double what the reported number is. And then for anything that actually matters, it's like 20% plus, not 7%. If it's protein, if, it, if, if it's housing, if it's energy, it's well above 20%. And that's just in the United States. You guys in other countries, in Europe, you guys are seeing much worse, right? And so there's a complete disconnect here. And the reason why I want to get everyone tapped in with my channel, my program, what am I trying to do here? Is I want people to realize that you don't need to be, you know, in the 1% uh, to, to ride out this thing a little bit more comfortably. If you just get to the 10%, the top 10%, uh, the wealthiest 10% of Americans own a record 89% of all U.S. stocks. Now, you know that we're not interested in the stock market. Thanks, really, but we'll pass on, on most of the stock market. Some pre-IPO plays on some you know, innovations and in companies, maybe. Okay, we see an opportunity. But the point being, right, is it's the same in real estate. It's the same in business. It's the same in the commodities markets, right? And it's basically the same in the crypto markets is that you got that top 10% controlling over 90% of the assets. And so for me, the message that I have here tonight for you guys is that we don't need to be one percenters. Like, like for me, I, I want to build generational wealth. I want to make a lot of money. But for the average person that's listening to me tonight, and it, you know, as part of this community, just 
applying the strategies, taking massive action, and then investing in these right assets can put us up into that top 10%, which is, I think the real goal for me is to get as many people as I can to that level. They will be able to ride out this chaos, ride out this storm, this collapse, this reset comfortably. It's not guaranteeing generational wealth. It's not guaranteeing, uh, you know, um, models and bottles and, you know, four hour work week. None of that. No, no, no. That's not what this program's about. This is about understanding that if we get our game up, we get our hustle up, you know, we, we don't want to kill ourselves, but let's, let's work smarter, not harder. But we have a ma major amount of focus right now. Well, instead of being distracted, watching, watching nonsense, being distracted with, you know, just randomly scrolling through our phone all day, right? Getting caught up in the, in the masses in that narrative, that program, Instead, if we focus on starting our side hustle, figuring out how we get a raise at our job, starting our business, growing our business, investing in real estate, stocking up on some precious metal commodities, getting ourselves some cryptocurrency, right? Other uh, plans that we're taking advantage of as well, right? But that's just a few, okay? And amidst all of this, we've talked about our essentials and prepping being important because we knew, we knew. They were lying about inflation. They're going to continue to lie about it. And the situation is not getting fixed. You know, just because the inflation is down to 7.1%, that's not the situation on the street. That's not the situation in the real economy. Okay, so we have to understand that. And, you know, it's unfortunate because I see, uh, I was watching uh, another, another guy who made a video talking about ba basically mocking Everyone who's about to get laid off and everyone who's about to lose their jobs and mocking them and saying that he was about to get rich off that. And the reason why I took issue with it in particular today is because this same guy's been shilling you guys a melt-up theory. This same guy's been shilling you all sorts of bullshit tokens. This same guy's been a sellout on everything that's collapsing right before us. So to then come here today without giving us a warning... During this whole bear market, we've gone down 75%. You've been shilling a melt-up theory. And now you want to make a video mocking the people that are about to get wiped out in this and say that you're about to get rich? See, for me, I come from a place of compassion. But I also laid it freaking down for everyone. No, we're not going to 100K. Yes, the bear market begins in December. Yes, there's going to be a sacrifice last month. Full blood moon lunar eclipse to the freaking T. No, there was never going to be a melt up. And so how are you going to mock these people without giving them the information, the data and the strategies that matter that allow them to save themselves? So, you know, I get frustrated when I see that. It's unfortunate. But that's why we continue to show up. That's why we continue to press on with our program, right? We don't got time for these clowns. Are you kidding me? We are so far ahead of these guys running real businesses, making investments that, yeah, they've been beat up. Yeah, they've been smacked. Yeah, they've been suppressed. That's the point. They've been suppressed. They haven't been pushed by you shills. Did I miss what annual salary or net worth classifies you as a top 10% or 1%? I believe 
uh, that's a good question. That the one percent make four hundred grand per year, if I'm not mistaken, in the United States. I believe that the the, the top one percent of earners make uh, four hundred grand per year. But this stat that I'm reading off in particular, the wealthiest 10% of Americans own a record 89%. This is off the wealthiest, not top uh, income earners, right? But man, it just makes me frustrated to see, you know, these guys that it's like, it was just so distasteful, right? Like mocking all of the tech people they were about to get. Now, now, you know, for me, I've been pointing out too. a lot of these people, you know, yeah, they weren't going to have a job. Yeah, you were just hanging out. You were just playing around, working from home, whatever, whatever you were doing, you, you know, and, and that that that, you know, obviously was going to get cleaned out, right? That, that had to get cleaned out. That's a, a function of the markets. But for you to shill a melt up theory for like eight, like this whole bear market, right? you've been shilling melt up. And meanwhile, we've been shorting the hell out of Bitcoin, grew our trading bag 100 percent. I'm like, why are you mocking the people that you haven't given any program? You haven't given any strategies. You haven't given anything. Now you're going to mock them. Distasteful. Could never be us. Could never be us. You guys know we just keep it real. We stack our precious metals. We got our cryptocurrencies. And amidst all this chaos, we don't lose any sleep because we've invested in the game-changing infrastructure. We're not going anywhere. Okay. What else are we working on, guys? 600 in the YouTube chat, 45 minutes on the live stream. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you guys haven't already, please smash that thumbs up. And like I said, if you want to take advantage of the Discord promotion that we're running right now till the end of the year, if you pay for a year upfront in advance, not only will you get 16% off your membership, but you also will get a free one-on-one 30-minute session with myself as well. And we can do anything from hangout. Uh, I'm not here to be your financial advisor, by the way. This is not going to be financial advice in those one-on-one sessions, but we can hang out. We can talk about what you got. We can talk about what I got. You can ask me particular questions, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity. So, And, and like I said, talk to your tax professional because you might be able to write, write off your Discord as well if you got a business and you're going to you know, count this as business education, which we're going to be dropping the business education as we finish off our business program. We've done three installments of the business development program so far, many more to come. Okay, uh, You're going to be getting that included with your Discord membership. Okay, but take advantage of that. Between now and the end of the year, if you pay for a year up front, you get it discounted 16%. You get a you know a little bit more of a tax write-off right now as we're coming here to the end of the tax season. Okay. And you're gonna get that free one-on-one session with myself for 30 minutes. So I'm really looking forward to that, guys. Take advantage of it. Links on down below. And that is not for the five spot. Okay, I appreciate all of the five spot supporters. Thank you so much for those of you guys that are buying us a, a coffee and adult beverage every month and showing us some support and love. I appreciate that. That does not include the Discord membership. That is going to be the top tier to get you in that Discord membership. So if you're looking to take advantage of that, it's ZachRector.com or the Patreon link down below. Okay, take advantage of it before the end of the year and uh, you will be getting a free one-on-one 30-minute session with myself. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.